This podcast is brought to you by Backwards Hat Films and is recorded at Triptych Media Studios. Tonight we have a chance to say, yeah, you're right. We're too extreme. We're too wild. We're too out of control. We're too full of our own snish. Or we have a chance to say, hey, nope, you, you're wrong. Nope, you, we're right. Because you have all made it to the dance. Because believe me, this is the dance. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome once again to the Wrestling Open Forum live show. Uh, we are live, as always, in Triptych Media Studios, Triptych Studios, and size still talking when I told him not to. That's what happens when you let a little one play video games in the background of your studio while you're doing it. But joining me is my co-host, as always, uh, Sir Dutch. Sir Dutch. The Duchess of Love. Dutcher. Is, what's, is, there, is there a male Dutch? The like, Dutcher? Is it Dutcher? Is it? I think I you know. would say Dutcher. I've never heard of one. I just Dutch. The Dutcher. I know if a lady is just Duchess. Yeah. So I guess the guy would just be Dutch. The Dutch. The Dutch the of Dutch. Love. The Dutch of Love. I'll accept it. It should be a reality show. Dude. With you being the star. That would be a great show. But I have to have my brother and you on there. I can't just do it by myself. It's a team effort, baby. Okay, fair enough. Got to do that. I'm, I'm down with that. Uh, as always, the, it is Tuesday night, 7 p.m., and we are live, as you're listening, either on the Triptych Media website, which is trypticmedia.com, T-R-I-P-T-Y-K media.com backslash W-O-F show, or you can listen straight from the Spreaker app, who we use. Spreaker. Spreaker, with, with an R. Yep, sure is. So straight from the Spreaker app, you can listen there. But most importantly... <clears throat> You can call in, and you can call in on our official line, which is 980-330-1256. Once again, that's 980-330-1256. You can call in and be a part of the show. I like it. We open the phone lines at 710. That's about seven minutes from now, Eastern Standard Time. I, don't know, I guess I need to start giving that in case we have like national listeners. Some, some Californians calling. Yeah, I doubt it. Maybe some Hawaiians. That'd be yeah. pretty cool. Let's get some Hawaiians on this show. Yeah, that'd be cool. We have a ton to talk about. Uh, we had an interesting weekend. Mm-hmm. I feel like my microphone's weird. Yeah, mine too. I think it might be just our in our, just headphones. our headphones. Yeah. I don't know. Well, here, Doug, you tell everybody about your weekend. I'm going to listen on the okay. iPad, see if we're well, streaming good. I'd like to say that my weekend was uh, pretty decent, which uh, I'm not going to say anything about Sunday because that's going to be part of our topic, but... Uh, I'd have to say overall that the weekend was pretty good. It was pretty busy at work, which feels pretty good. You know, back to school. I wonder how that's affecting the rest of the states. School's coming up pretty soon. So uh, I know you don't have to deal with that crap with uh, back to school and everything at your job, I'm sure. No, no yeah. I don't. Lucky, lucky you. Because if we don't get the right shoe, then... Uh, have yeah. y'all started carrying Young Bucks t-shirts yet? No, we have not. But if we did, holy crap, that would be amazing. Oh, yeah, you'd make so much money. I would sell. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Maybe you need to pitch that to Journey's management. Well, I did make a pitch because uh, Janesco does own locker room lids. So that means that we have, um, what do you call it? We have rights to sell jerseys. 
So why would we not sell like Hornet jerseys and Panther jerseys and stuff? And then my district manager said, would you go in a store if they sold your rival's uh, team gear? And I was like, yeah, it's a sports store then. Not a sports store, but they have jerseys. And I'm going to go, okay, well, if they have that, then I'm going to go see if they have Panther stuff or Hornet stuff. Like, I'm not just going to not go in there because they have a rival. So I think that'd actually be pretty cool if we actually started selling that kind of stuff. Young Buck shirts, though, that would be dope. Yeah, hot, apparently Hot Topic is making a killing off of that. Buku Bucks. Yeah. Like, it's so. insane. Uh, the guy at Carolina Mall told me that they've been selling out. Yeah. And uh, especially, like, Carolina Mall? yeah. Nice. I was going to go get some, but I feel like I could just get a hold of High Spots and go get, like, some kind of cool I don't know if they have all those. You don't think so? No, they don't have, like, the new ones. Ouch. I don't think so. I could be well, wrong. Well, didn't. If you, if you, if you, uh, if you're interested, then you can always go to highspots.com and check them out and see what. I know they have some of the old school young, uh, like young bucks and bullet club shirts. Speaking of, what what do you? What's your? While we're on the opening topic, what do you think the best shirt is you've ever seen? Best wrestling shirt. Mm. Like of its time? Can we do by decade? Sure, of decade. I like uh, it. You have through the nineties. You have to say Austin three sixteen. Really? I yeah. disagree. I think there was one other shirt. You're going to say NWO, and yeah. not, that's not true. It's more iconic in my eyes. No, NWO was, I, I bet you NWO sold more than Stone Cold. You're out of your mind. Are you no matter, No matter how big WCW was at a the time, they, they never touched the they never touched the numbers that WWE has in merchandise sales, ever. You think so? Yeah. Guaranteed, I, bet, I guarantee you D, more DX shirts were sold than NWO shirts. I hope to God that's not true. Because to me, NWO was way better of a faction. How long was anyway. NWO re- 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 like relevant? Not. Hmm. I'm not talking about when they split up and they had a Wolfpack and the regular. No, NWO no, yeah, two that. years before they did the Wolfpack. And how, and how long has DX been relevant? Wait, was it 96 to 98? Yeah, yeah. So NWO, I'd they say had, they, br- they basically had a one year run before it was oversaturated. Who the NWO? NWO. Well, so was DX. I could not stand DX. Yeah, but, I mean, but, I will but say you got to remember they've rekindled DX. Three or four times, so they they're going on like ten years of selling DX shirts. Oh yeah, but the NWO is still selling shirts too. Yeah, I mean, they, they don't just sell, they don't they sell just NWO had, shirts anymore. Yeah, they do. They just not the put, old school brand. Like not they don't. They sell just put the out another Wolfpack shirt. But they don't sell the ones that are exactly like the ones that originally came out. Where they're can you find ve- a six pack shirt? They're very 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 similar. If there's any changes, I'd be diff- I mean, I'd be surprised because I just saw where um, WWE released another Wolfpack shirt. And I don't know why, but they did release a Wolfpack shirt. Why would anybody want to buy a Wolfpack shirt? Well, not me, because that was the Little Sister Club. You're down with the Wolfpack. I wasn't. I mean, I, when I was younger, I was like, yeah, Wolfpack. But now, look, at it, I'm like, oh, God, I pulled for the Wolfpack? Yeah. Like, that was Luger, Nash, Macho Man. Well, who wasn't in that, honestly? Oh, I, I couldn't tell you. But uh, Sting, when he made his. Yeah. But I will say, though, when Sting came from the Raptors, and he had the NWO white shirt, and he was going to join in Hogan and... The giant thought he was going to join them, and then he ripped the white and black shirt off with the wolf pack. That was a pretty iconic moment. I really liked that one. There was nothing iconic about NWO after the original angle. It was nice. I really liked that moment. Watch the watch the like, pop on the crowd. It was pretty insane. I feel like the Bullet Club shirts of this era, just because of how they've sold on such a national level. Yeah, and they're independent product. It's pretty crazy that like, um, when you go to a wrestling show, even like WWE. There's so many Bullet Club shirts. Like, I'm sure Cena sold a ton of shirts. Oh, God, yeah. That's why he's still relevant. It's because merchandising, I'm sure. Um, 
eighties? Shit. I don't hmm. know. Merchandising wasn't a big thing in the eighties. I'm gonna have think. to say four horsemen shirts. Not in the eighties. They didn't have them in the eighties, I don't think. The originals? Nope. So that was just a nineties thing, huh? Mm-hmm. I don't even know who would like, be they they came out with horseman shirts whenever WCW started doing the with marketing. the horse walking think, in the back. Yeah, the blue and that horse. was and that was like Flair and Benoit and them. Yeah. That wasn't even the original horseman. Yeah, you're right. And then you have like the iconic when I think of iconic like eighties shirts, it was a shirt that was worn, it wasn't I don't even know that it was sold and it was the I broke Wahoo's is that I broke well, Greg Valentine wore it. I broke Wahoo's leg. Was that what it was? Was that what that said? Yeah. I broke his leg. It was the NWA angle. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a shirt Something to like have. that. If, I could be, if I'm wrong, then historians are going to murder me on that. Hey, that's but why we need you to call I in broke, and prove I, us wrong. Yeah, I believe it's I broke Wahoo's leg. I bet you that's what it is. I believe. Because, now, I Greg Valentine wore it. Now, tell me about that. Like, what I, don't, was I don't know the specific angle because I didn't follow NWA very much. Were but you I know not, oh, there yeah, was okay. an angle where he, he like... I don't know if it was shoot, but he the angle in the angle he broke his leg, and then Greg Hammer Valentine had a shirt made that was a little iron on letters. Yeah, I broke and, Wahoo's leg. Yeah, yeah. But I just looked. All I put was I broke, and then Wahoo's leg came. Yep. <laughs> like I didn't mm-hmm. have to type anything. And the people, and people have tried to recreate it, but they haven't come close to recreating it. Wow, Greg the fan, Greg the Hammer Valentine. What Ooh, a douchey move. Si. That is. Uh, I'm going to have to John, say, I, I broke Wahoo's hold leg. He's actually nice. John Cena. Oh. All right. He's adding a little do in there. Yeah. yeah. Do, 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 do. There you go. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he's playing Spider-Man. He's, he's done for the time. Lego Marvel. It's a good game. It is a good game. How about the Trial Fusion? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try that again whenever <laughs> we get done here. Dude, you got to go to bed early, man. No, we, we got time to do that. I got time to pass, <laughs> one more, pass one more level, and then we can then you can go home. <laughs> I'm definitely going to record that, and we're going to post it up there. It has nothing to do with wrestling, but no. it's it's us, and that's what matters. Yeah, well, we'll do we'll, I'll shoot, we'll shoot with my phone like a little vlog. God, it's thing. so funny. Yeah, like, why not? I, dude, how many times did you try? Like 95? Yeah, it was, no, it was like 63. Come on, let's be it real. It was 63. No, because you were at 72, and I remember I was saying. I 53 in the middle of the course. Because he said, what, he's 72 years old? Joking about how many times he's it? done it. No, it yeah. might have been 95. I didn't pay attention. It was pretty high up there. Are but, you going to uh, drink that beer, sir? Oh, yeah. I'm about to crack it open on the first topic. Well, we already had the first topic. Oh, For the record, have you been watching the... Did you watch Being the Elite? No, I haven't seen it yet. What do I do? Go to YouTube? Yeah, so just on the, I think, yeah. Being the Elite or the A Elite lot of people tell me that I need to watch it. Yeah. They say it's super and good. it's crazy because they tie their storylines into what's going on in, like, New Japan. Really? So, like, yeah. they're doing their thing and they're telling you what's going on as they're doing yeah. their thing. Mm-hmm. So... How did this even become a thing? Whose idea was it? I'm, I assume it was Nick and Matt's. Of course it is. They're but, like geniuses when oh it comes yeah. to marketing yeah. and yeah. merchandising. And they can do whatever they want to. But like they, they do a show called Being the Elite. And it's gotten... Weekly? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Okay. And it's gotten... like It, it always has uh, Cody in it. Oh, and God. I, sometimes I, oh, has, you know what? I have seen some of the episodes, and I've laughed so hard. Sometimes it has Omega in it. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes, like, they did a little. They do a little thing called Welcome to Ring of Honor. That's, yeah. That's where they started the F, the Revival Oh, deal. my gosh. And apparently they really got a... Uh, now, from what I've understood, I've heard a few wrestlers that are upset that Cody says that, too. That he's like, Oh, the, the Revival. Not, not just the Revival, Dawson but other wrestlers are like, oh, well, he's just being a, a tag-along. Yeah, that's he's, the Revival. 
yeah. are saying that, not other wrestlers in too. Oh, it's just the revival. Yeah. Okay, they were saying like he's a from what I from what I've been told. It's just not, them. Yeah, they're not happy with it Why? because because see, like <laughs> it started off as a joke with the Young Bucks. Yeah, which which they were cool with because they they it, knew it, them. It is what it is. Yeah. yeah, I don't know that they know them or not, but uh, well, I mean, if they're saying Cody, your name, then Cody got in on it, and they're like, "There's no reason for Cody to be in on it." Like well. that's adding another level that doesn't need to be there. Well, I mean, how that's, would you where, feel? that's where the oh, I do. I wouldn't care. They're making them more relevant than ever. That's what I'm saying. Like why? Like if if you have from from a which I know both both of the revival. Yeah, I mean, I haven't talked to them in a long time since they went to Florida, but I, I would hope for the best for them because they're two amazing guys who deserve everything that they've yeah, gotten. Absolutely, they deserve to be stars. And they're super good. Yeah, if they can talents. stay away from the injury bug, yeah, they'll be fine. Yeah, but that's I mean that. That comes like that when you work in on the independence for ten ten plus years. Is that how long they were on there for? Uh Dawson, I'm not sure. I, I don't think uh, Walters was on there. What's What'd his you name? Call him? What's his name? Dash Walter and Scott Wilder. Dawson. Walters is his working name. Oh, like okay. His indie name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, 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 I really think. See, I want to call them by their indie names. I'm call them by their indie their names. Indie. Yeah. I really think KC. Casey was over, like, right around... Casey's Dawson. Dawson. Okay. And, uh... Walters is Wilder. Yeah. Steven okay. Walters. Okay. But, uh, is you know Dash Wilder. I think I did know he them when they were... He wrestled for PWX. Both of them did. Yeah, okay, that uh, makes sense. Casey was a PWX World oh. Heavyweight Champion, or was a Heavyweight Champion for Who PWX. Casey when they were CWA. Really? Mm-hmm. Nice. PWX yeah, has Casey, been around K- for a while, yeah, huh? Yeah, if, if you look up, if you look up, like, Scott, if you look at Scott Dawson, if you look up Casey McKnight, he, uh... It is insane how far he has come. Yeah. If you look up his old stuff, I remember. I remember meeting him the first time in like 2005. Now, is he really? And I'm not saying this because he is or anything like that. I'm just saying the way he portrays it. Is he an actual a hole when it comes to people like flipping and diving and stuff like that? Uh, I mean, he's he's always had the old school mentality. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I like I cla- like him and. I don't, and I, and this is not, I mean, I, I hate talking to like personal stuff about people, but him, yeah. I, I classify him and Roddy, like Roderick Strong in the same kind yeah. of category, I love which Roderick I love Strong. both of them. I've always loved both of them. Ne- never have never had any like disagreement with them, never yeah. gotten into it with them, never had like a confrontation with them at all. Sure. Either one of them. I uh, love them to death. And uh, like Dawson has always had that like ego piece to him okay not like throw it around and throw it in your face and stuff like that just but like good. I, i'm i'm good i know i'm good yeah i'll i'll give you advice if you want it mm-hmm. but if i give you advice and you crap on that advice don't ask me for advice again sure sure I always mean, had that better like a, that veteran mentality that's, i was deal. gonna say that's etiquette yeah yeah and uh but yeah i mean he's always had the old school and he doesn't believe in the flips and the dives and all that stuff i'm sure he plays it up some yeah but the and when, when i say when i classify them together is like I've seen them where they they come across that way. Sure, sure, sure. Both of them. Yeah. But the last time I like the last time I talked to KC before he went to WWE, this is before he like went originally, and he was a completely different guy. Like so so humble, so down, like so calm down, so grown up. For that's the best way. Like completely grown up, and so that's why I think that he became a leader in NXT. Yeah. Because he was in the right state of mind. He was a locker room leader. There. Yeah. 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 And he was in the right state of mind when he went, and I believe that that that's carried him a long way. Yeah. And uh, like Walters or Wilder has always he's always had like a good poise about him. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just, I mean, he just knows, he knows wrestling. and He's just good. And, like, KC's super good, too. I mean, they're both, they, they both deserve where, like, deserve to be where they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Revival, I mean, they kind of ran NXT for a while. And like I said, I can't speak for the indie scene, but I do know in NXT, I watched some of their matches, and my God, dude, they were great. Yeah. Like, they yeah. put on some matches, and I was going to bring that up, okay? Like, and that's, that, that goes to show you that they are, like, they can do any, like, they understand every aspect of the business. Yes, yeah. they might. Yes, they might, like, crap on people like dives and all that stuff. But then in some of their matches, some people do that. And then they, this is where you find out, like even with Randy Orton, <coughs> excuse me, even, even if he doesn't agree with that, if someone asks to do it or wants yeah. to put that spot in their match, which yeah. they have done to Dawson and Wilder and to Orton where they take dives, they figure out a way to work it in. Sure. And not say, no, I don't believe in that. Sure, sure, you know sure, sure. I mean? Yeah, they that makes easily, sense. They could easily, with that mindset and what everybody, the way everybody portrays them as thinking, they could easily say, "No, I don't believe in that. I'm not doing that stuff." Do you consider a dive to the the stint of a top rope? Um, well, I mean, you look at like has, has in the Orton, mentality of today's wrestling. No, because think, a dive is so common. I think now. when they, I think when they talk about dives, just because top, like top rope elbow drops and stuff like that and splash and this has always been a big part of wrestling. Yes. Like through the eighties, through the nineties, yeah. You know, uh, I think that they are more talking about the risk of diving to the outside. To the outside, okay, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, Cena still goes to the where, top, and Scott and yeah. them they and touch I, the top and rope. The, once again, that ring is made to take those. The way the way a wrestling ring is built, it's uh, it, the harder you hit it, the less it hurts. Absolutely. The more the impact, the wider the wider the point of impact. In a reasonable yeah. in a reasonable fall. I mean, I yeah, know some people like, are like, well, blah blah this well, well in a reasonable fall. Yeah, when in, you, in you a hit fall it. in a move. When you're yeah. trying to perform an elbow drop or leg drop or, or and I, and slash I'm, or senton or back or moonsault. Yeah, I like that you said that because I've been superplexed off of the top of the rope. And, and, and yeah, I mean and when I hit it I was like, yeah, wow, that was actually a smooth. Superplex will hurt or almost will hurt worse than a superplex. See, I, mean, I felt a superplex will take take it out of yeah. you. But I mean, that's not like that. That hurts. But if you fall wrong on a regular suplex, it's yeah. going to hurt worse than taking a good superplex. It's because everything is because just you have fluid. more momentum. Yeah. And then the plexibeam of the rings like gives you that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which, uh, by the way, but the problem does is, not feel is good you, anyway. Yeah, when you do moonsaults to the outside or dive over the top rope and flip, unforgiven. That that surface isn't made. Even with the mats on it, no, it's not made for not. for you to hit. You you just you just run run jump and pray. That's all it is. Pray that somebody's there to catch you. Pray Hence that the name nothing goes wrong. Suicide dive. I mean, like we talked about last week with TK from England, and I was going to bring him dislocating up his ankle. Yeah. I mean, he he went like there was three guys there, yeah. and for some reason he went through two of them and just landed on his feet. But when he landed on his feet, it dislocated now, his ankle. I That's thought a he, risk that you did. Take. He not hit the guardrail. No. So, oh, he just landed. No, he just landed on the ground, and it, and it, like, oh. and I guess that he landed on his foot sideways, and it dislocated his ankle. And uh, what's his name went to go grab his, his leg, and I, <laughs> it's not funny, but the face, the reaction, like, oh, see, oh god. Know. See what I saw is the fans. The fans pointed out that he was hurt before yeah. anybody else. Knew that, okay, hurt. so yeah, and I think that's when he realized it was. Um, 
hold on, let me get my people right. It was Tyler Bate was and Trent Seven. Trent Seven. That's who when saw by his foot. He went over there. Yeah, he grabbed the foot, and his face went, "Ugh, like, oh yeah. my god, what yeah. is wrong?" So, but yeah, so <clears throat> you don't think the revival digressing? They they play it up a little bit, but they have that old school mentality. Yeah, they both have the old school mentality. So, do you think? And you can tell that by the way they work because they're the best tag team in wrestling. Okay, right so now. like in WWE, I should say the best tag team in WWE that can work that style and get it over. Even when people say it's going to be so boring, old school style. When you watch them wrestle, it's so boring. It's no. not because they have mastered the art of of tag team wrestling. I don't think that's and boring. Telling that story, it's yeah. amazing. It's it's absolutely amazing. Just but like, I mean, when you have guys with chemistry like that, mm-hmm. and I mean a lot of you know, I have people that that told me. I'm so tired of Rollins and Ambrose doing. I mean, you know what? When you have two guys like that that have chemistry, it's really fun to watch. Yeah, exactly. There goes my mic. Yeah, you need to straighten that thing out a little yeah. bit, bud. We got it. We're good. Jesus Lord. Yep, I'm still. You know what? It's okay. I got it. But Mike ran away from. Me. <laughs> so like, the New Day, for instance, or here's a good one. I like the Workhorsemen. Mm-hmm. They have great chemistry. Like that's really fun to watch them. I like the Troll Boys. They look really. Yes. They're really funny oh, yes. when they yeah, when they great pl- chemistry when they go uh, against other people. Um, British strong style. Yeah, that was really cool. The way they just like they didn't even have to like say hey do this. They just boom tag and they set up and they automatically know what they're going for, what they're doing. And it seems like a lot of times like indie wrestling does have the better tag teams. It's going to have the better tag teams because there's more freedom for them to do what they want chemistry-wise. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not knocking on, like, well, I am a little on WWE because they won't let them have that creative freedom. But New Japan, mm-hmm. it is insane, the tag team matches that they have. The same thing goes for Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor, I've watched some of their tag matches, six-man tag, eight-man tag matches. They're pretty awesome. Like, it's fantastic. I remember the Bullet Club fought somebody. It was an eight-man tag. I cannot remember who they went against. But that was one of the best matches, best tag team matches I've seen in a long time. That was great. I can't remember who. It was something. It was sometime last year. And I can't remember everybody. And I do know for a fact that, obviously, the Young Bucks were in it. But I can't remember the other two people. And the was people. it a ladder match? Was it a ladder match? It was, was it a triple it, threat match? No, no. It was, it was eight men. I do know that. I know it was a four-on-four. And you're talking about in New Japan? No, it was on Ring of Honor. It had to be. Uh, was it the, it was the Bucks? Was it the Bucks, Page, and Cody? Or the Bucks, Page, and... Cody. and Wasn't uh, somebody like Cody or Omega? Scroll? Or was it before Scroll went in? He said it was last year. Yeah, it was last year, so it's before Scroll. Uh, the Bucks, Page, and... Was what's his name? Uh, what who was got it, kicked uh, out recently? Adam Cole. I bet it was. I think it's Adam Cole. Probably versus the Briscoes. Lethal. They had a team. Or was it Daniels and Kazarian? Gosh, I wish I could remember who it's it not was. That important. Yeah, it was it's, a good match. it's not. Yeah, it was great. But anyways, so <clears throat> keeping that in mind, what do you do if your guy gets hurt? Your top team is out. Oh, How you do just you have to inco- plan around it? Exactly, and that's a, that's the thing. I mean, it's a big loss, and I mean, you lose the guy until December. So I mean, now you got to yeah. kind of play chess. The uh, 
I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you always have to have a, a back, not really a backup plan, but you. That's why you build you build your own. In my opinion, and I'll give you a good example from this weekend. In my opinion, you build your own stars with the wrestling with the federation, like with the independent company like yeah. PWX. You build your own stars because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So we've been we've been building James Drake. Not not necessarily building him, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the people have been getting behind him. And and just so people know, if people listen to this uh, podcast that are fans of PWX, we do listen to our fans, and we do. Even though it doesn't seem like we're giving you what what we're giving you, we do listen to you, and eventually you get the big payoff. It was a big thing with me whenever, especially when we did the show at Cabarrus Arena a few months back, and we had the we did an MMA style finish, and where with like it was Henry and with Case. Henry and Case, yeah, where they it was like a quick stop. It it was a stoppage too early. And it didn't translate well, but the people got their payoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they might have, they might not have even got their payoff yet. They might have, but they got that payoff in that two out of three falls match. I was gonna say, know? but think about that two out of three falls. That two out of three oh falls match was insane. Gosh. And like, and it's like, so this this past weekend we had a, at our at our first pay per view on fight, uh, which is available now at the High Spots Wrestling Network. Like full full show is available now. The the pay per view. Oh, it is you fully watch it up. Now. Yeah, yeah, on fight. On no, on High Spots Wrestling. Oh, High Spots. So yeah, the yeah. next day, it's available on High Spots Wrestling Network. So we uh, we had Riddle in the main event. Yes, that's only a good to find out at eleven thirty that day while we were at this show setting up that Riddle's not going to be able to make it because he wasn't cleared to wrestle because he had an infection in his ankle. Are you serious? Yeah, he had an infection. In his so. Ankle. What do you do now? Like that's that's one of your main draws. That's one of your main uh, contenders in the four way elimination match. Was this something that and everybody found out when they got there? No, we put it out online. I mean, some people, some people, of course, will say, "Oh, they waited too late." And what if people bought a ticket? And that I mean, it's that's wrestling. Stuff Card happens. subject to change. We've we've hardly ever done that before. Have have hardly ever had that happen before yeah. of uh, of somebody that we promoted. Like call us the day of and it's say we same, can't make it. Same thing, NFL, NBA. A player yeah. just can't perform because yeah. he, and if he's he, not medically cleared, he's not going to do it for uh, the amount of money that we're going to pay him and and possibly hurt himself even further. Sure. And I don't, and I don't expect him to do it. Brian yeah. doesn't expect him to do it. No. I mean, so it happens. Like shit happens. That that that's a part of the game. I thought that it, we play. I mean, personally. I mean, and, filming the show, I thought the main event told itself well. Oh yeah, and the fact that we had we had Drake that we could drop in that spot, mm-hmm. and the professionalism of the four people in that match that had to build that have been talking about how they're going to do that match for the past what four two like two or three months they've known it was going to go on. Yeah, and uh, they had built, and then they had to switch it all up. And yeah, the story yeah, yeah. that was told in that four way, and the fact that we introduced we didn't introduce Drake to the very end as the fourth competitor, and people went crazy over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, that people loved when Drake came out. Yeah, like they really liked it. And and I think people were Drake and Henry, who are the evolved tag team champions, which added a whole other layer to which the it really did now situation. So now that's the thing. Like Henry wanted Drake to lay down. Yeah, and he's like, "Dude, I can't do that, man. I'm I'm finally in this match to win it." So now, I think that th- does this put like a kink in the in the tag know. team? Who knows? Talk, I didn't talk to him after the show, after the show. Yeah, like, hey man, when 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 you get that gold in there, or for y'all the silver, <laughs> like what what's up? I mean, that was a, a hell of a show. I thought it was super good, and I I have to say, biggest pop of the night goes out to Darius Lockhart. Like 
that was a great match between him and uh, Elijah. I thought it was super good. Um, yeah, I mean, I like my two favorite matches. Not not to discount anybody from yeah. the show was the main event and the Elijah and uh, Darius match. Me too. Yeah, just because the I feel like the fans were invested. This is what I love about our fans is the fans were so invested in everything that was that was done. The fact that Billy Brash came back with unannounced. Unannounced, dude. Unannounced. And, that was... and I mean and we had a for- unfortunate situation with Joe Black where he could he couldn't wrestle. Yeah. So Billy filled in that spot at the last minute and the people chanted welcome back when he got in the ring. They remembered. And they remembered and he hasn't been there for was it two years? Maybe, maybe. I don't know that it was. It he might said be. he said two years yeah, when he was in might, the ring. Yeah, it might be two years. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's insane. Like that's 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 what makes our wrestlers love our fans that much, and that's why me and Brian and Ed and whoever, and everybody else that helps run that thing. That's why we like love the love that fan base. What you should do is do some kind of contest. Who remembers their PWX history, man, and give like a prize. I mean, like we when we brought back Rhett Titus with Kenny King. Like yeah. people remembered that Rhett used to be the PWX heavyweight champion. I loved it. Yeah, that's I mean, awesome. Yeah, it's insane. To it's me. just like when you like. I mean, you, you, you have New Japan. You, you have people to do that for like New Japan and TNA and WWE and Ring of Honor and stuff like that. But you don't expect that people to do that for like a, a local independent company. Yeah, no like, matter how big we think we are. Exactly, and people, and that's the fear I, I, that I feel like people get it when they're doing their own business or running a company is. Will they remember? Yes. Will this get a good pop? What's the aftermath? Mm-hmm. What will we? What What are the consequences? But it paid off. Yeah, it paid off big time because yeah. when he came out, people were like, "Oh God, yeah, this was awesome," and people enjoy. I thought, I thought he sold it pretty well, and that whole match was pretty good, and it told a story pretty well between uh, Chip Day and Ethan Case at the same time. But it's almost kind of like you know what? I came in, I kicked ass, and people know I'm back. And I think, I think him coming back and being back in the picture. I mean, is he he is back back right? Um, I yes, yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's good because I think he fits the PWX style. Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been waiting for the opportunity to for Billy to come back and be a part like be a part of it. Was he like contacted or something that day, or how did y'all no, work no, that no. out? We had worked that out earlier that week. Okay. Yeah. So you're like, hey, this isn't going to happen. Yeah, hey, we, we need, need we need somebody to fill in. We wanted to know, and he said, let me check with a few people. And but that's confidence sure on his side and your side. Like we're going to bring yeah. in Billy Brash. Like yeah. he's great. He can come in. He can work. He can and do he, what he needs. And, like to his credit, he's done a lot to improve himself. Sure. So even the people that remember Billy from back when he was in the in PWX, yeah, before, uh, they saw him and he's in better shape. Like everything about him is improved, and that and that's that's a testament to his character and his hard work and his credit. He's a tough son of a his, bitch. Yeah, man. I'll yeah, tell you that. There were some shots I saw. I was like, God yeah, Almighty! And, and and the people have told me like B- Billy's gotten a lot better, and he was good back in the day. Sure, I mean, he was a PWX TV champion. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, yeah, and I, I believe, and I and I believe him. I mean, when when my guys tell me that somebody has gotten better, somebody's improved. Mm-hmm. I believe them because there, there's no reason for them to lie to me. And if they do lie to me, I don't have any, I like, I start losing trust in their opinion. Sure. And everybody, everybody vows. And I mean, and I've seen some of Billy's work and yeah, 
I mean, he tore it up. I mean, he tore the house down. I told him I was like, "This is your opportunity to get back on to get back on the on the train." Yeah, yeah. It was a good showing so, too for the whole yeah, show. Yeah, I was. I think. I mean, impressed. I was. Yeah, I, I, I watched that. I've watched like three matches. I watched the main event. That wow, match, you went back and, and watched. Dare, yeah, yeah. And you don't watch. I don't ever. What made you want to watch it though? Like, what drove? Just because you in? I didn't particularly like the way it came across on film. Really? While, while I was watching it, and I mean. And it's hard, and I was explaining this to people when they asked me what I thought of the show. And I, I thought the wrestling was st- was there. I thought sure, but a lot of PWX, not to discount anything from the wrestling, because the wrestling is what eventually sells the product, but is the atmosphere and the feel. Yeah. The building. Yeah, yeah. And when and when as much as people can like crap on how what we do and how we set up or anything like that, as much as they can can like break that apart a lot a lot of we do it on a budget a yeah there's a lot of pieces involved and one of those pieces dropped the ball on getting some of the equipment we needed to set up the way we should have set up oh i feel what you mean so sure so like 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 almost something was off i'm not a fan of house lights i am not i'm a fan of of the stage lights being on the ring and killing the house lights so there's a dark ambience and all the focus is on the ring I like and that too. once again, this there was a ball dropped in that situation, and uh, that uh, won't happen again. But uh, I mean, it's it's a it's a multitude of things. Is like I was I was very happy with the show. I was very very happy with the stories that were told. I was very happy with the wrestling. Uh, the only thing is like when we had put so much into this debut on fight. Yeah. And I wanted to look a certain way because I'm a perfectionist. You know that. Sure. And I wanted it to look a certain way. I wanted it to be a certain, have a certain feel. I wanted it to have that certain impact when people watch it. They're like, "Oh, this place is the shit," you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, and I feel like I feel, and every every time I ever leave a show, and I feel like, okay, that was that looked that didn't that didn't the wrestling wasn't like a regular indie show. Yeah, but yeah, that yeah. Looked like a another indie show. Okay. When every time we step out there and we do a show, it's about making it special, making it different yeah yeah making yeah. it a step above everybody else yeah yeah i mean and that's the reason like like if, if anybody listen to this as a wrestling promoter in north carolina i don't i mean i don't care i'll talk to anybody that runs shows in north carolina and south carolina anything and i don't think we're above anybody else but the reason that we get more exposure than most and we have and we've created a buzz for ourselves is because we take pride in creating a different atmosphere and an atmosphere that's a level above any other independent wrestling company. You really in, do. In in the, yeah. in the Carolinas. Like you said, it's the fans know the wrestlers and yeah. the wrestlers know the fans. Yeah, I mean the, I mean yes, you, yes the booking's good, yes. Uh Yes, the the wrestling's amazing, and just like I said, I did a that if if anybody wants to go watch the Fight TV uh, interview I did with SoCal Val, I told her uh, that w- we are so blessed to have so many amazing talents in the surrounding area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, whenever I, whenever I was wrestling, there was only a select few of these talents. Sure. Now, I mean, you have the likes of Henry, Drake. Uh, we had we used to have Cedric. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Caleb and Zane. Yeah. We have Eli. We have Montana Black. We have Timmy Lurette, and we have TJ Boss. We have White Mike, we have Jake Manning, we have all these are all these are local guys from North and South Carolina, Georgia, Georgia. Yeah. Corey Hollis, John Schuyler. Ethan I mean Case. the list goes. On. Ethan Case, Chip Day, Chip Day. Ma- I mean Martin Stone's from Florida. 
Yeah. Jason Case from Florida. But it's still Florida, right there in the it's south. Just, it's, yeah, it's right there. It's good southern it's insane, wrestling. And, and that's the thing is, yes, yes, we'll bring in, sometimes we'll bring in, like, AC. Well, we bring in ACH. ACH. Yeah, where he's from? Te- uh, Texas, I believe. It's Texas? I believe. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm wrong, Albert. Albert. But, he, but uh, it has a him, total different persona than he did or gimmick, whatever you want to call it. Um, and oh, he didn't evolve. evolve. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, he, like, what was he's, he? He's a good wrestler. PWX, he was the asshole. Yeah. And then when it came to, like, um, evolve, evolve, he just didn't care. He's a dang goofball. Yeah. With uh, oh, Ethan it's, Page. It's insane. it's insane how good he is. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, I almost didn't recognize. Well, I, obviously, I knew who he was, but I was like, this is so different. Yeah. Like, but his banter with the crowd, though, is still great. Like, he played oh, very yeah. well the, to talk that into. Story, the story they told in that match was amazing. I'm going to have to say, Tracer X and ACH, I think that Tracer X did so well in that Dude, match. Yeah. To sell I want so people, well. Like, get, like, Gabe in, in uh, Style Battle kind of... Like, I was on... Like, I remember, like, and we'll... Shit, I mean, we ain't got nobody calling. And we'll just go behind the scenes of PWX on this show. Yeah, may as well. Um, I remember when Zane was putting over Tracer X so much to me. Okay. Like... And now, you're saying this is before this Tracer is before, came in. Well, no, this is while he was in, but Zane... Zane... Because Zane used to help me a lot with the booking and okay. the stories yeah. and stuff. So Zane... Which would, seems... Zane seems like he was pretty good creative, huh? Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. And I, and I hate that he's not there... Not here anymore, but it is sure. what it is. But uh, I remember him, like, pushing... Tracer and saying, "Listen, Tracer's one of the next guys. Yeah, like you need to give him some opportunities." And I'm like, I, "I can see it, but I'm not sold yet. Sure, I'm not sold yet." And and like finally, I was like, "Okay, we'll do it, Zane." And like two months later, after the, after I said that, that's when Style Battle Tracer won the Style Battle. Okay. And like so, I so I credit Style Battle and WWE and Gaben them for for unleashing his talent to the world. Absolutely, because they're the first ones that said, "Okay, this kid's got it." Boom, he's and then out he kind of got big. And he won style battle, and that got his name kind of out there. Yeah, and then they have to like, okay, okay, thank you, somebody else for pointing it out. Yeah, I, I needed something to make me believe, and now <laughs> I believe. You know, and, <laughs> I, and I'm not stealing credit from anybody. And no, and now it's now tracer tracer has stepped into that, stepped into that level of now now you get opportunities. Yeah, I mean it's the same thing like. We did the dream matches with Cedric. Absolutely, yeah. To give Cedric. him opportunities. I mean, and that's I where mean, I've seen some if you stuff. Look at, you Cedric look at his was, dream matches. It yeah. was with Cedric. Yeah. AJ. Tommaso. Well, start from the beginning. Oh, okay. Like Tommaso Ciampa, Chris yeah. Hero, Johnny Gargano, um, Roderick Strong. Uh, did he have Adam Cole? Kevin. No, that was. Kevin, I think Kevin and Cedric wrestled, but Kevin was a big proponent to Cedric's success. Yeah, um, and and I can't I can't pull him out of the air anymore. But and then go to AJ Styles was his last one. Was that his last match in PWX? No, 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 no. That was his last oh, dream his... match. His dream match okay. led. His dream match led to the title match with Caleb. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was the last. That was the last. The road to Rise of a Champion. That was the last match before he went to Caleb. Okay. And he was undefeated all the way until AJ, and then lost to AJ, and then had to go into a title match. Wow. Yeah, I mean, like that's when you when you finally so get Cedric, to that point. So Cedric was like the face of PWX for a while. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
That's and, nice. Yeah, and Cedric and Cedric like came into his own, and then and I'm not I'm not I could easily say that that helped. That not not taking any credit at all. Yeah, that helped put more eyes on Cedric is those matches. Oh yeah, at PWX. Yeah. So what about how do you see Tracer? Do you do you feel like Tracer could could be champion on PWX? Yeah, I think Tracer. I think Tracer has it has the ability. <laughs> And like with Tracer, he'll just have to evolve. He'll have yeah. to like evolve with the talent that he's going to be wrestling. Absolutely, and I think the one thing that he does have on his side for sure that most wrestlers in the industry need is fan support. Yeah, he, well, he has fan support, but he has to have, and that was what was that's what I was most interested in with ACH. And I know Tracer's wrestled a few people that are they're somewhat uh, quote unquote names or people that have been around the block yeah. for a long time and sure. have have unbelievable careers under their belt in uh like independent wrestling and ROH and Evolve and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Um it's sometimes you put people in that position and they don't have the confidence to go after it. Okay. With yeah. somebody like that. Yeah. They just they just take what the guy gives them and move on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the big thing with Tracer that I wanted to see with that match was does Tracer have the confidence to get his stuff in? Yeah. So, yeah. So like ACH would do his stuff, but will Tracer have enough confidence and enough like, like realization that he needs to look good in this match too. Yeah, and I mean, and because you're not always, you're not always going to get a wrestler like Chris Hero, who, yeah, and Roderick yeah. Strong, who you can say whatever you want to about them. Those guys will make sure they'll get they'll get their stuff in, but yeah. they'll make sure that you they'll make you look like a million dollars as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what I love about those guys. Eddie Edwards is the same thing, same way. And uh, and that's and and I want to touch on that because like. ACH for a while was taking it to Tracer X and it's almost like is Tracer going to make like that eventual comeback or is he just going to manhandle him this whole match? Yeah. And then he would have his little flares of course you know Tracer X did his his slide underneath the barricade which was great. I thought that went pretty well yeah. and then of course ACH came back boom boom beat up here he goes ACH is back. And then he would take him back in the ring, he would beat him up and then of course Tracer X would do some of his his uh repertoire again. I mean like I thought Tracer X really showed a lot, even though yeah. he got beat. Well, that that's the point. He that's still point. Is, is, looked great. That's that's how you know Tracer did his job and ACH did his job. Absolutely. At the end at the end of the day, it didn't matter who won. People people believed in the performers and believed in the believed in the match that at hand that yeah. happened. And I, and ACH did really well too. Yeah, I, did dude, I love the story. Good. I love the story of. And that was the whole thing. That's the way I said it in the interview with Val. I said, Ace Tracer is on that rise, so he has to prove himself. Yeah. And to, to, against, like, he, he's getting to the level of getting these guys like ACH and, and moving forward. Now he has to prove that he can hang and, and fly with these guys. Sure. This guy's. So, and it's and, interesting to see how, what Tracer's going to do next, because, like, you see this match. Now, as a fan... I'm not not from business perspective, but as a fan, I see it and I go, "Well, Tracer just had a tremendous match with ACH, a top talent over here in uh, in the indie scene, and he held his own. Yeah, he did get beat, but what's in store for Tracer X next when it comes to the next show? Like, what opponent is he going to go against? Can he can he get the W? If he doesn't get the W, what does that mean next? Yeah, like, yeah, that's the thing, and I feel like Tracer." And I'm not. If people take this the wrong way, they can. But 
I don't think this guy at all is a bad wrestler. I think he's one of the best. And I know you like him too. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, like, I mean, I can see, I can see the comparison. Like Dolph, just because he loses doesn't mean he's not a good wrestler. Dolph goes in there and puts in 110%. He sells well. Trace Rex sells well. And now you're at the point where, what do you do? What you, you just had this match. You drop the ball. You give him another match. What happens if he loses that one? True. Where do you go from there? And I mean, that that's a fan because I'm a huge Tracer X fan. Like when he comes out, I'm like, hell yeah. I like yeah. this dude. I love watching him. I could watch Tracer matches all day. If you, if you look at Tracer from the, the time that he started with PWX till now, you can see his improvement and his maturity level rise. Yeah. Not maturity level in a sense of... Like he go out, some, he goes out and party. Like oh yeah, yeah, party, yeah, yeah. Or he act, he doesn't have to act. But no, not like that. He's always had great locker room etiquette. Very respectful. Very, uh, very understanding of what he needs to do to get better. Sure. And very uh, listens. Like yeah, and and takes criticism well, and and improves on his the constructive criticism he gets from people. Yeah. And uh, that's what's so amazing about Tracer is like it's been almost like a year I think sure he's been in PWX yeah and his like the where he was when he first started to where he is now is night and day so just think of where he's going to be in another year if it could be incredible dude yeah if he honestly I mean, yeah he's already got it it's just a matter of continuing to evolve and continuing to better yourself and and continuing to take advantage of the opportunities like he did with ACH yeah yeah so. Do you feel that? Do you feel like since Darius is now the champion, the ITV champion, mm-hmm. we're obviously going to have to have that crossroad again between Tracer yeah. and Darius. It only makes sense. Like when he when Tracer starts going on the rise, does he go for that? Obviously, he's not going to go for the PWX Heavyweight Championship. I mean, well, you it's don't not. Know that. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it it could happen, but like, I mean, it all, as an as an average fan, it all does he go for that? To the, it all falls into the, uh, like, I don't know what the word I'm, I'm trying to look for is. It all falls into how how you impress me and Brian, like as a talent. Sure. And do we think like we, because when you when you talk about like even when you talk about the ITV championship, like Darius won that fair and square. Absolutely. And, yeah. and me and me and Brian dropped the ball with Chip, like a, few, a year or two back. Whenever Chip got the number one contenders match, and yeah. then Chip Chip couldn't make a few dates, and then it got kind of lo- like lost in the shuffle. And yeah. Chip had a number one contendership match that he never got. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, and it's not that we were making it up to we put, to put Darius in the match right after. Yeah. But it's a matter of okay, you listen, Eli, you. You you've been you've been dominant ITV champion. Yeah. You you and Tommy and the syndicate's whole thing is like we deserve it. Darius deserves a title match because yeah. he he went through three other guys to win number one contendership. Yeah. And Eli, yeah, yeah. And Eli's like yeah I agree so I I have no problem defending it against Darius. Yeah. I just don't want anybody that doesn't deserve it to get a title shot. And I like how uh, <laughs> he tried. Yeah. He tried to get Darius in. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, I, like, I mean, that's what, like, I talked to Eli today, and and I was like, listen, man, it is what it is. I mean, you go that route, and you, you take the you, the risk-reward is the same as if you didn't 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you try to cheat if it backfires and Darius gets you. It is what it he is. He one up him. He's like, hey, I would have done the same exact thing. Absolutely. I have, no, I have no problem with Darius because I would have done the same exact thing. My problem is with Drake who got involved when he should, when our stuff was over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, now, that, and that'll be handled with, I mean, I don't know what we're going to do with the syndicate because like eventually some, somebody's, some disciplinary action is going to have to happen when people just beat the crap out of everybody. Of course, you got to restore order. Like we have, we have too much money involved. We, we've invested in high profile. Yes, we, you have. And well, we have White Mike and Jake. Uh, Shay Shay? Yeah. I want to say kudos. He took it. A butt kicking. Yeah. He took everything boss gave him. I mean, it was insane. I mean, he threw him around like a rag doll, dude. Yeah. And I mean, and like Shay, Shay and Will are two of the toughest people like I know. Because they, they don't have size on their side. They, like, they have the heart of, like, lions. Yeah. And they have the will to win. No, no offense. Or, like, no, no, no offense. No pun <laughs> no intended. No pun intended. <laughs> uh, but it's insane. Like, that's what I love about those guys. And is they, they don't care the size difference. They don't care, like, the odds. They don't, I mean, and it is what it is with Jake and Jake oh. and Mike throwing themselves in the match. But yeah, that just gives them, I mean, from my perspective, that just gave them more of a chance to win. They're the yeah. heart. They're the heart of the lion. Yeah, like they're like, oh, who do we have the syndicate? Pfft, whatever, yeah, we'll do it. Let's go. Let, this, I don't is our, care. this is our time to shine. Not yeah. even thinking about the size difference, the power distance yeah. difference, the fact that the syndicate have like bull, like bulldozed over everybody. Everybody, and I, I was gonna. Say, I'm so glad you said that because I feel like Eye of the Beholder was almost a turning point for the syndicate. Yeah, I mean, you have Elijah who lost his title. And then you have um, Boss and you had um, Timmy, mm-hmm. de- or not defend, but they accepted the challenge, a non-title. Yeah. And, I mean, they did not perform. I mean, they were they were killing, but at the well, same time, I mean, they lost there, focus. Yeah, they're out there trying to hurt people as opposed to win a match. And Absolutely. And backfired on them, and somebody else got the pin. And that's what... And then, then they try to take out their frustrations after the match as opposed to just asking for a match with White Mike and Jake. Yeah, and, I mean, like at, like they lost task at hand yeah i mean, I mean you, they lost the, focus the main... and that's what i mean that's like we're gonna we're gonna release a promo shortly that that eli had sent me that talks about them gaining focus gaining their focus again sure and absolutely that's, and that's the thing and that's like that's what people don't understand is these guys are humans so I when s- you when you turn around and whether whether they're cool guys that you want to cheer or douches that you want to <laughs> that you want to boo yeah like the syndicate they're still human beings. You're going to watch them. And if, yeah. just like a football team that's dominating every game, you, you start like losing, like losing the understanding of we need to, we need to stay on, stay on, like stay focused, stay on the game plan so we get stuff done. And that's, and when you, when you, when you're continuously successful, continuously successful, yeah. that's, it's so easy to get overconfident. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and not like not step into a game as prepared as you once were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's what happened to the syndicate. I've been with the company. Let's see, you gave me the opportunity. Rise of a Au- champion, February. No, no, no. Like my first actual show, I think, was in August because I was doing documentaries first. So I'm pretty sure it was August or September. Uh, it was, was around there. Uh, I think it was August. I can almost guarantee because if either 
this month or next month will be September. Okay, so the next month is my one year since I've been with the company. I've watched them and everything, and like it was because it was Redemption was your first show. Okay, so that was September of last year, and that was when Riddle was there and he fought Henry. Uh, That was that was my first match. Was it? Yeah, my first match was Henry and Riddle. I remember that. That was when Joey. That's when you filmed Joey. Yes. Was that the same night? Riddle wasn't there with Joey. Yes, they were. No, they weren't. Are you sure? I'm sure. We've gone to Gastonia twice then, huh? Yes. Who was first, Riddle or Joey? Riddle. That's the one I went to. That was July. Wow. I think. I'm past July. Yeah, because it was hot. I remember it being... So, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But uh, what I was was saying, though, since July, being with the company, Mm -hmm. I have never seen a full syndicate sweep until... Well, they've Pass only Sunday. been the syndicate since. That's very shortly after uh, that. Was it long? Maybe like January or. That's what I'm saying. It's like I've never December seen. Or January. I've never seen those guys lose all at one time. Yeah. Elijah lost, and then you had Rex. He lost. Well, he didn't lose, but he took an L by dropping the ball. Yeah. And then. Uh, Timmy and Boss, they they lost their match. And I mean, and Timmy did not, or uh, Tommy, excuse me. Tommy was not having a good night. No, not at all. I mean, that was but probably I mean, the is, worst night as yeah. a manager he could have had. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, he was, <laughs> the well, heat from the crowd was it's incredible too. Yeah, it's interesting to see whenever you have a faction that is formed with that much power and that much talent. Like it's, I mean, it's it's the equivalent. The best analogy I can use is a football team. Yeah. Or if the Patriots lost to, well, I'm not even going to say that because I don't want to discount the people that beat them. Because the people that like Darius and White Mike and Jake are two are very talented individuals who could win any match at any point in time. So not take away anything from them, but when you have two matches that they were expected to win, they lose. If you have a football team that goes into a game they're expected to win and they lose. Then the fact like what you have to look to is how will they respond? Yes. So in September, how will they respond? I'm ready to see, dude. Because I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I've been wanting the syndicate to take an L for a while. Yeah, I mean, I think like, everybody has. Like as a fan, I'm like, man, I really wish they would just get their mouth punched in. Yeah, but that's the, that's the crazy thing is they they took L's without getting their mouth punched in. Exactly. So where what does your confidence do from there? That's very true. So I wonder what Elijah's got to say. Yeah. I wonder what Timmy and Boz are going to do at the next show. I mean, I almost kind of feel scared for their opponent. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure maybe White Mike and... I don't know. We hadn't put it together yet. That's what I'm saying. To me... We're in the process of putting everything together. Yeah. I feel like maybe it's... uh, Once again, I mean, Brian's even threw out the thing with me that they might not be invited to the next show. Wow. Just because of the actions they took after the match. That would, at some point, you have to set a standard for disciplinary action when you just go out, go out and do what you want to do. Sure. I mean, we put a lot of we put a lot we give a lot of creative freedom and freedom to these guys to work their matches and do what they do, but in a be, professional be, be, manner. But be professional, and it's Absolutely. not professional just to like. I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know where Timmy got the table. It was one, it was like one of those gimmick fold, like gimmick table fold table. You're right. He. I don't even know like. He, uh, well, that's the, th- so, I was, so I was if, filming and so I'm like, what's going on? If you are, and I don't, and 
if you are smart, yeah, and you think all that was set up, mm-hmm. then we then there would have been a table under the ring. Sure, there wasn't a table under the ring because there was no tables supposed to be used that entire night. Yeah, and so, then they got that table yeah, and so they brought he it goes in. Goes and gets like I saw some people on the feed on on uh, fight saying, "Oh, he's got a ta- bro- already broken table." That table wasn't supposed to be broken. That table wasn't broken, by the way. It was. Put together by metal, yeah, with screws and, was, and yeah, bolts and nuts. That's a table that's made to be a gimmick table to sell stuff on. Yeah, that's not a table that's made to put somebody through it. No, that was metal. God. And that's the thing is, Patrick, you got to stop, bro. Oh, dude, I'm killing it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but that, I, I'm glad that that you touched on that because that's honestly like yeah, I, mean, I didn't know. Ex- I was like, did he like, really grab a merch un- table? Unplanned. Like that's t- going into business for yourself. That's what that is. Yeah, and you need to be careful because if yeah, you're only protecting yourself, there's no room for that. Yeah, and I can't like me or Brian. We can't like we can't just sweep that under the rug and be like, "Listen, guys, don't do that again." At some point, you have to say, "Listen, I understand you're frustrated. I understand you're mad. There was eight other people, or eight or nine or ten other individuals that lost a match, and none of them jumped on people, jumped on their opponents, and beat the crap out of them and tried to put them through a table." Yeah, absolutely. So what makes you what makes you better than all of them? Yeah, like don't like don't do it. Don't. And and there's so, only so many times with Tommy in the syndicate that you can say, "Don't do it." Yeah. Like, con- like understand your role, stay stay between the lines, just do your thing, don't do it. And some and sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. I don't know. I don't know. And we haven't made a decision on that Dutch, so that uh, still up in the air. But that's something that we've talked about. But. Uh, so we got we got we got a little carried away on this PWX PWX rap, didn't we? We got a little carried away, didn't we, Dutch? We did, and uh, that was good talking. Now we're gonna like we're gonna PWX. invite our first one on. I thought it was appropriate that we go behind on some of the stuff that we do, like kind of talk about like how what the savagery we have is. The savagery. Yeah, I like that word. No, right, don't use right, it again. I guess. Just right, to cool. introduce Sir Carter. So uh, Christian Carter, he's uh, new to the Wrestling Seven Hundred Four page, and he saw it on there, and he wants to call in and ask us a a question, a topic. And I think this is more for you. you. So, you hey, Christian, how you doing, man? How you doing? All right, not to take away from the conversation, whatever it is that was being had, but um, no, no, this—that's um, the whole point please, of this. Is, please take away from the conversation because yeah, we've we, been talking about PWX for the last hour. All right, all right, allow me, allow me. Um, for an up and comer, you know, a person training, okay, uh, like as myself, I've been training uh, at Hotspot since fourteen, on and off. So, to someone who's about to be, you know, powerful or not, not powerful, my bad, not powerful, but trying to lead that new generation of wrestlers. What would you say is vital to a connection to the fans, like wrestler to fans? What do you, what do you, what would you say is vital for that connection? Um, I think there's there's a few different answers I can give you. I can give you all of them if you want them. Of course, of course. Thank you so um, much. The first one is I feel like a lot of a lot of the fan interaction, not necessarily interaction, it may not be the best word. But a lot of the fan uh, support that comes from a lot of the PWX guys, or even a lot of the guys that I see like in Evolve and Ring of Honor, is their move that over here so you can hear me better. Is their uh, like involvement with the fan base during like before shows or during intermission? Yes, like sir. they're so it's it's such a different world now to where you're so connected to like 
WWE wrestlers or Ring of Honor wrestlers or your independent wrestlers that you like, movie stars, singers. You, you, it's like you can just reach out on Twitter and uh, tweet them, and you have that interaction. Okay. And I mean, just think of it. Think of it like this: if if somebody like I'll use Cedric for example, uh, you know Cedric, don't you? Did you train at? Yeah, you train, up. Yeah, did you train at high spots on Cedric? Yes, sir. I was playing by him maybe once or twice. Gotcha, Cedric. I love Cedric. But Cedric, to me and you, Cedric is just Cedric because we've known Cedric forever. Sure. And you and now somebody somebody can message Cedric on Twitter. I see it every once in a while. Of like, Cedric, it's my it's my sister's fifteenth birthday. Could you retweet this and tell her happy birthday? And he does it, and these people flip flip their shit. They love it. They and eat it like, up. And you and you're like, that's just that's that's just Cedric. Like I, I can't the- believe that people are are like that. But yeah. then you have to like you have to take that into reality of like you can create that's that's what wrestling is that's what's so beautiful about wrestling is whenever you meet wrestlers outside of their gimmick or when you see them in a ring most of the time they're completely different than what they who they really are. So the big thing is create I think you have to you have to create a persona and a gimmick a gimmick lives more than anything now in wrestling because there's so many wrestlers that are so good. So I think the days of the days of you going out and out wrestling people are kind of like, it's not, it doesn't hold as of, much yeah, as it interacting much, as much water as it used to. You yeah. can't like you have, you have to be uh, confident in your work and you have to be uh, solid in your performing and your performance. But if you think you can go out there and do learn how to do a shooting star press or a double backflip off the top rope, <clears throat> Or uh, superplex every match and stuff like that. There's there's going to be somebody else that does that on the show. Can I intervene real quick? Uh, and that's a good point that you made because you can see somebody like we were talking about the revival. Somebody that sits there and they have a very old school move set: snapmare, punches, elbows, body slams, uh, drop toe holds or toe drop, whatever you want to call them. I that's can't ever say. Right. But yeah, like, but the thing is, they get over. Because they're so interactive with the fans, but it's their—I mean, it's their gimmick. And it, yeah, and just they're yeah, so good. You have good. to put like put as much thought in. Like, there's there's three categories to being a, a successful wrestler, and my, this is solely my opinion. And I and I was not a successful wrestler, so to give you that to give you that realm of or that reality, you're is, a better teacher. A, yeah, I'm a, I'm a better <laughs> I'm better at production and booking and stuff like that. And so I found my niche that I could be successful. But I was a wrestler for 10 years, and I had never got out of North Carolina, except for the exception of little spot shows in Virginia and South Carolina and Tennessee. Um, but, like, in my, in my, lear- like my, my learning through the years of, of being with PWX and having an opportunity to talk with people like AJ and Hero and Roddy and Eddie and Steen and all these people, there's, like, I, I break it down to three columns. One is your believability, like your gimmick's believability. You have to, and it could be anything. I'm not saying that you have to make a believable gimmick. I'm saying you have to be believable in that gimmick, if that makes any sense. At that all. makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, so, so you don't, don't necessarily have to, like you can say I'm a superhero, and, 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 then somebody, and don't take that as I'm saying you can't be a superhero because superheroes aren't real. No, I'm saying at, at all points from the time that the doors open and fans are in there to the time that you leave, 
you have to associate associate yourself with that gimmick. Absolutely. And make people believe that that is you. If you're going to be a guy that's a farmer and he's a wrestler, you better be the best damn farmer out there. Yeah. Like, but portray the farmer. And the example that I give to people is uh, I watch Walking Dead. Good show. When, like, it, it's, it's so hard to me. And I understand that he, that, like, Andrew Lincoln is an actor. Yeah. And I understand that he plays a part. But I would much rather go to uh, uh, Comic-Con and meet Andrew Lincoln and him act exactly like Rick, like Rick Grimes. Rick Grimes. Yeah. <laughs> the entire time that I meet him, then go up there and ask him and then and him have uh, an accent, an accent, his British <laughs> accent, and tell me how it's how fun it is shooting the show. Hello, like it would it would <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, I can understand that. And and like that that's one piece of it. Second piece of it is you have to be uh, have solid work in the ring. And when I say that, I don't mean. Like I mean, you have to be crisp in everything you do, but look, put more depth into depth into your move set, yeah. and and how you move around, and how you uh, sail, and how you do this and how you do that. Don't don't say, oh, I saw this move, that's cool. If you're a big guy, and and your whole deal, like T.J. Boss is a perfect example of a big guy, because somebody will punch him, he doesn't bump on the first punch. No. All all of his all of his work is power moves, and he understands that. Why why would TJ Boss ever try to do a Canadian destroyer? Why exactly. would TJ Boss ever try to do a? a actually, I was going to say a centon. You know who he, he does a centon. You know who he reminds me of? A hurricane runner. Yeah, a yeah. hurricane runner. <laughs> I mean, that, 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 understand, understand your build and, and play off yes. your body type. Yes, and he reminds me a lot of the giant from the WCW, and I, the reason I say that is because the giant knows his. Like you said, his build. He yeah. understands that. He doesn't bump on the first punch, but as the match goes, he knows exactly how to bump, what to do next, how to sell that move and make the other person look good. Yeah. And then I think, like, last but not least, and I, le- and I learned this even though I think George never thinks I listen to him <laughs> or, or take in what, he, what, he, what he's preaching to people. Hey, George. But if, I mean, <laughs> if, you had, yeah, if you had the opportunity to train under George, like George, I love what George says. Like, simple is better. Keep it simple, yeah. stupid. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah, he's big keep, on that. Oh, if no you joke. can, yeah, you can, you can do all the moves in the world. But if you keep a simple story, and sell and sell the way you're supposed to sell, and bump the way you're supposed to bump, keep the simplicity in everything, and the crowd will. That's what the crowd is there for. Absolutely, they can't follow all this crazy stuff. Yeah. And even though, even though some things seem complex, if you if you understand professional wrestling. Then you understand that at the at the core of every match that we ever tell, or every match that has gotten over, it, there's a simple simple story behind it, and it's so simple that anybody can understand it. Absolutely, even kids yeah, don't like even it's, understand it's what's going on. Go ahead. Go ahead, Christian. Thank you. Thank you so much. Nah, yeah, like I I definitely you know out of all the time I've been training like. I haven't really reached out much, mainly because it's been I'm on and off. But this podcast alone, I feel definitely, you know, like that teaches me a lot. That's an insight that I didn't get from George. You know, taking nothing away from George, it's just, you know, he don't have time for too many questions. Not all oh, the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, you know. and the thing is, is uh, like I have, like my knowledge base is nowhere near George's. And I like any time that George speaks, I want to listen because I always learn something. But that's how I learned. 
Like I traveled with Jake Manning and Caleb Conley and Zane and and Mike those high spots. I listened yeah. to George. I I've stood there during like three or four classes. Or probably more than yeah, that sure. while George is teaching and listen to him. Sure. And even though I don't wrestle, I have people that ask me like you're asking me now that I can try to pass on that knowledge. And the the what was so amazing is I like I I can give people advice from my perspective, and that's from like a producing producing expe- uh, perspective, or uh, like a production piece of it, yeah, or a booking piece of it. George can give you any amount of knowledge ever from a wrestling perspective. I, I can't give you something from a wrestling perspective yeah. because I, I wasn't. I mean, I was decent at wrestling, but I wasn't. I wasn't great. But you can see I it from like a production I'm very, point. I'm very good at, at the production piece. Absolutely. I'm very good at the booking piece. Yes. And I like that's where I have a slight ego. And that's the thing that George was good at too. Like he could go out there and read a crowd pretty well. Yeah. And, and, and right before it would like happen, something an experience that happened to me. Was I remember we had about I mean I never wrestled in front of like uh, the only time I wrestled in front of a lot of people was like two thousand people at Faith Fair but yeah. that was at Faith but yeah. I, at the Armory I remember there was like fifty people in there and thirty five of them were there for me yeah. <laughs> but the thing is they were talking about me just going out jobbing one match and, they, and George was like why yeah thirty five people out there for him put the strap on him tonight. And, like, literally, we, everything changed that night. Yeah. Put the strap on me, and I had the strap for, like, six months and because... It's so, like, it's so simplistic. It, it was, and George was like, if he has more people out there and have that crouch yeah. champ for him, have him hold the belt, lose, win if it back. He, yeah, if he's got the belt, next time we come to this town, that 35 people are going to show up again. Exactly, and he always thought about what was best. But it's so it's so easy to get caught up and make make things way more complex than they actually are. Yeah. And the And the other thing is just grind, like... Grind. To, uh, yeah. Just get on any show that you can. Just have self respect to where you don't let people abuse you. Yeah. When it see. comes to I mean, even like even if if you go work if you work somewhere like like my big thing is George has all these little shows. Yeah. That, and and I, I tell everybody that trains under George, like, go work these shows because this is where you will learn from him more than anything you'll learn during training. Absolutely. Like training, you're, you're training, you're training your body to know how to fall in the case of, in any case, that, that if something happens, it's muscle memory and you can get through it. It's great dark and, matches. Yeah. And, and these shows in front of, I don't, I don't care if it's in front of 15 people at a church. Exactly. Which yeah. Which has been known to be for like George's shows. This is when George will watch, will watch your match and you're on your own. Yeah. And George will watch your match, and that's where you learn the most from him. Because you're you're that's doing where, this in front where, of people. That's where Cedric learned the most from him. Yeah. That's where Tessa learned the most from him. That's where Jake's learned the most from him. I and mean, I've heard all kinds of people say, too, well, that's embarrassing. 20 people? That's experience that yeah, I have more that's, than you. That's, it's, uh, like a good analogy is a comedy. Okay. A comedian. Yeah. If uh, – you do all these little open mics and these little shows with in front of 10 or 20 people or sometimes even other wrestlers. Yeah. You do all of that to be prepared for the big show. Absolutely. So if you if you think you can just step out on a big show and perform like the guys that wrestle on the big show, that's not going to happen. Yeah. You of have course, to have the course. experience of all these little shows that you, you put all your – I mean, it's still using the analogy. You try these jokes out and see the reaction of the 10 people that are there. Yeah. And if you do something that, that grabs those 10 people and has them laughing their ass off, that's something <laughs> you're going to do in your on your big show, on your big HBO special. You get eight people. So they tell their that, friends. Put that in terms of professional wrestling. Yeah. You go out in, to these little shows in front of 20, 30, 
40 people, you give them pieces that you think are going to work. Absolutely. And then you read that crowd and see how they react. Because that... And I guarantee you if 20 or 30 people are going to react to that, if a majority of that room is going to react to that joke or that move or that, yes. or that sequence that you created, then you can take that sequence in front of 1,000 people and do the exact same thing and you're going to get the exact same reaction. Out Absolutely. Of yep. That's and that's, I mean, that's the... That's the, I mean, that's the best advice I can give you. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate it so much. Oh, yeah, man. And keep, dude, keep training and stay with it, man. Thank you. As of much, course, as, of course as it's much, been great so far. As much, yeah, as much as, <laughs> as much as it sucks sometimes, it's, it's all, once you put the work in and you start seeing the return, that makes it all worth it. That's so worth it. You just, as in anything, yeah. like you can't, you can't start a company and expect a million dollar return in the first year. Mm-mm. You have to put in the time and effort in the work. And, Absolutely. I mean, that's like, I've been doing this for, I've been in wrestling for 14 years mm-hmm. and it's taken like, I've had, I've had opportunities here and there. I've worked with Ring of Honor. Um, I've done, we're doing stuff now with Evolve. Yeah. But like my baby is PWX. It's and, a beautiful baby too. Yeah. And it's, appreciate that. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's taken me, it took me 10 years Yeah. for Tyshawn, who was the owner before Brian to trust in me in PWS. Sure. So I had, I mean, what, no, am I a millionaire? No. Am I ever going to be a millionaire doing what I'm doing? No. No. But it's a passion project, and that's better than anything, any amount of money you can give me. Absolutely. Because the thing with about... Passion, with passion projects, you put in the work to get the reaction. Yeah. To, ha- to satisfy the people. And that, the product that you put out, too, you have to think about, like, when your passion's into it, then you're going to get the most out of it. And the thing is... Like you were saying, if those people react, you know, the thing I want to touch on, you know, you invited my mother. She hasn't watched wrestling in years, uh-huh. but she came to PWX and she said she will for sure be at the next show. Like she said, she's coming and she re- like PWX reaches out to people and they just love the product because it's so believable. Like you were saying, yeah. make them believe the gimmick that you are mm-hmm. and they do like, like I said. Well, it's, I mean, they, they, people like, love it. People, every, everybody always asks me, like, from, uh, that know me, which I, I try to, I try to say in the background. And Chris, we're not, we're not talking over you or forgetting about you. We know you're No, there. it's okay. No, of course. But, of course. Uh, <laughs> but people, people always ask me, uh, what, how, how did you and Brian, like, build, build PWX to what it is now? Sure. Like get start getting the recognition that you're getting now. Pull draw four to five hundred people a show. Sometimes seven hundred to a thousand people a show. And I t- always tell them first off, we like if you want to know who built PWX, it was Tyshawn Williams, High Spots, and Jake Manning, and Caleb Conley and Cedric Alexander. Yeah, that's who built PWX. Like I jumped on in about two thousand six, two thousand seven. I want to say as production. Uh, I know there's wrestling first, and then I went to production like 2008-ish. Um, you pulled a shirt. and Pulled a hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason that PWX is, is continuously get it, having success, which until now, which I've never really talked about this publicly, but me and Brian have talked about it. Like, we've always, I feel like over the past four years since Brian's on the company, we'll take like two steps forward and three steps back. We'll take two steps forward 
like promote like getting to where we want to be and then something will happen and we go three steps back yeah and we have to dig ourselves out of that hole and then we take two steps forward and then get into another hole yeah and like this ever since the start of this year i feel like we had we haven't taken three steps back yet we're continuously mm-hmm. moving forward you feel like you've done two and, steps one step uh yeah i mean yeah. I, I feel like we, we've continuously i mean i don't know how many I'm not going to break it down to steps. Yeah, yeah. But I, we're continuously moving forward without any setbacks as of right now. Sure. Which we still have four months for the year, and then it'll be a successful year. But uh, as in any business, you're going to have setbacks, and we understand that. But we're still not where we want to be. But the reason I think that, and I tell everybody this, I think that PWX is successful is because you have two people. I mean, there, there's a bunch of people, but the main two people are me and Brian. And you have two people that are super passionate about what they're doing and have a, an insane work ethic. And I feel like in any business, if you're passionate about what you're doing and you have that work ethic that can be, that can make it successful, it's going to be successful. Yeah. And I mean, and then because of our passion, we are very passionate about who we choose to book and who we choose to feature. And that comes in. That's why when I tell people, when they want, when they ask me if they can wrestle for us, I'm like, you're not ready yet. And I don't mean that to be an asshole. I mean that because I want to believe in you when I bring you in. It's a grander stage. Yeah. I, I want, I, I, if I, I mean, I've had this conversation with so many people. If I bring you in before you're ready, I'm killing you. Yeah. In PWA. You're being buried on accident. Yeah. And, and, and it's because, it's because I don't, when I feel like that you're ready and, and I'm sorry to be uh, selfish and, and basically base it all on me. Because there's been people that Brian, that I've told, that Brian's like, I want to bring them in. I'm like, they're not ready. Absolutely. And, and Brian, and thank God Brian trusts me. And there's, mm-hmm. and a lot of those people, we brought them in later. James Drake being one. That y'all had a and, conversation yeah, about. Yeah. And me, and me and Drake talked about this when we went to Evolve. Yes. A, a couple weekends ago. And I said, Zane and Brian were on me about, we need to bring Drake, James Drake in. I'm like, he's not ready. It's not the right time. I mean, not, not that he wasn't ready. It's just not the right time for the, him and his character and him as a worker coming into our company. Yeah. Wait for the right time. Wait for the right time. Boom. And then we waited for the right time, and he came in. And that's yeah. not to glorify my decision. It's just that Drake did his thing. A lot of a lot of that uh, revol- like revolves around the passion that me and Brian have for that company. Yeah. Is we're always protecting that company. Always protecting and and once you get in and even even the people like this is another thing, even the people that show up and help out before. I hate like I won't get into my theory on pre pre show matches, but <laughs> we've been trying to figure out a way to reward them because we we they're a part of our family. Yeah, like you show up more than two or three times to help set up, and you're not on a show. You you have the work you have the work ethic that I that I need yeah. to be around. Yes, us. sir. And, uh, and that's one of the things that I, that go unnoticed that I've been told go unnoticed that, that we appreciate the people that help out. So I'm, I'm pretty, it's in the works that we're bringing back. We used to do a pure show. Ah, yes. That was like the tryout show. Yeah. They're not really a tryout show. It's just a a show to, to showcase local people that train around the area that help out that uh, give them spots before our shows. We used to do it the night before. I think now we're going to do like an hour show before the actual PWX show. We're going to do this in Shelby. It's a great idea. On the 16th. So, uh, yeah. And, I mean, that's the way that we can give back. So, I don't want people to think that it goes unnoticed whenever whenever you come and you you put your time and effort into helping us set up. Because it it takes an army to do these shows. I mean, I've I've been I've been there with Evo 
when it was just me and and the people that should have set up the ring. Yeah. I've been there when I set up all the pipe and drape and the lights and all that stuff by myself. Sucks. And I could not do that with PWX because there's so much. It's so so yeah. much bigger scale and so much more. But there's so many people added in too. So yeah, I mean, yeah. so like you said, an army. Yeah, that's the thing is, uh, like, to to go back to what we were originally talking about before we got on that whole rant is just grind because in the end the grind pays off. And but that uh, was part of the grind that you were talking about, like proving yourself. Yeah, like if if you're like I don't if you're local and you're willing, then show up and help us set up ring. And yeah. then, and then you, you get your face out there, and then we know who you are. Then whenever you come up and shake me or Brian's hand, we'll say, hey. You, like, for instance, we'll say, hey, Christian, how you doing, bud? Good yeah. to see you again. As opposed to being like, oh, hey, yeah, nice to meet you. I'm Patrick. And I, and I want to touch base, too. Uh, Christian is – I think you're a little bit smaller than me, I believe. Um, of course, of course. That doesn't matter, dude. If you go yeah. out and you bust your ass and you're out here meeting people like Patrick said and you do your grind, you're going to be fine. Leo Rush is very Just small. Just always, always keep your confidence. Absolutely. There's, yeah, a, there's, a, there's a place in this business for all body types now. Yep. It doesn't, I don't, you don't even have to be like work, like work out, try to be in the best shape for in not necessarily for your look. If, if you want to, if you're ultimately want to make it WWE, you, that's what you're going to have to do is get that look. But even in WWE now, there's different body types and the, and the games evolve, like the game's changing and evolving. You could have a great career in NXT. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's about that. And that, and that goes into your personal goals and I don't want to give sure, anybody's sure. personal goals. Your personal goals are your personal goals. But like you don't have to look like a million dollars for companies like PWX or Ring of Honor or PWG or Evolve or any of those people to to pick you yeah. or to to believe like to put stock in you. All you have to do is show yeah, them that uh, you're determined, you're uh, confident, and you believe in your ability to the point where you're you're willing to do the work, put the work in, put the miles in. And do whatever you need to do to be successful in the, in this industry. <laughs> well said. Yes, sir. I re- I remember back in uh, I, I think it was 2014. Uh, that was around the same time I had started, and you know, I was like a young kid, you know, 14. Like I'm still in that awkward phase, but like back then it was much worse. So it was it was being young and it was being small that it was you know it was intimidating to get in the ring with you know like Jake and uh, Cedric and George and. All kinds, all these different people. I think, I think Zane even made a joke. He was like, uh, he was like, I didn't know we were running a daycare here, which yeah. you know, like, <laughs> didn't bother me. like, I'm like that's, that's, that's pretty funny. Um, that's not hard to believe. But, yeah, yeah, um, um, yeah. No, nah, that that would have, um, you know, it would have helped me then. Even though it's more of like, you know, these people, these people were never hostile towards me. It's just, you know, as a kid, you have these. Oh these yeah, thoughts and like most of that you know, stuff. I mean, most of that stuff that you build kid, in your own head. Yeah. Yes, sir. And that's 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 something I needed to hear. And uh, yeah, no, nah, I definitely use that uh, moving forward. Yeah, man. Anytime, anytime that you ever you're ever if you ever come to a PWX show, if you've been to a PWX show, if you come in the future, just yeah, just holler at me and we'll talk. And, we'll talk. and uh, Christian, uh, last thing, just give me a just send me a message and we'll g- I'll give you the details or whatever for the next PWX show you can come with. I got you, of course. I'll be. I actually like not to not to. Be, boost my morale or anything but i'll be gone from uh like early september to january because i'm gonna be training in china in uh nice it's a maoling kung fu shaolin academy and i wanted to uh you know i wanted to build up something other than you know base high spot wrestling and yeah. just have that in my background and while i'm there i'm you know i'm 
trying to put on weight progressively. So in January, I'll be coming back. And I think I shouted out to uh, Ian Payne, which uh, he's oh, been. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's been real, like, you know, helpful just, like, when it needed, like, when I need questions or stuff like that. Like, yeah. you know, show-wise, he's, yeah. he's been pretty helpful. So definitely January, I'll definitely right. be putting these in the uh, work. Yeah, lucky for you, we'll be running shows in January. Yeah. Well, dude, Christian, <laughs> appreciate you calling, buddy. Yeah, man. No problem. Be safe man. in Canada, bro. Yeah, be safe. Thank you so much. I'll have a good one. Hi, you buddy. Too. All right. That Brian tried great. to call in like four times. Yeah, go ahead, Brian. Instead if you want to call us back, we'll get you on. I'm sure he's got something to say about what I said. Well, you know, Patrick. That's cool, though. <laughs> I, like, like, I love having conversations. And what's crazy about it is, there's Brian. There's Brian. Make sure you unplug it. What's crazy about that is like why, like I'm, why would why would people ask me that? And then I realized my position and the uh, I don't know. It's weird. I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy who who was in the right spot at the right time, so gets is able to do what he does. And uh, this, I guess, the success speaks for itself. But speaking of success, I make this guy successful all the time. <laughs> You're welcome. So I'll bring him in. So what's up, Brian? What's up, Mr. Patrick? I heard you putting yourself over. I did a little bit. Yeah, too, man. Come I'm, on. I'm like I'm like ninety. <laughs> I'm like ninety-seven point seven percent of the success, and Brian's the other two point three. I was just say two point three. Right, Brian. Close. I don't know if your percentages are based on. On my analytics. Not going steps here, Dutch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Brian. Dude, this whole show, like, we had, like, three or four topics, and we just got carried away at, like, 7.20, talking about the PWX show and Tracer and ACH and all that. And now this whole show has been about PWX. It's been about PWX and how to build a character. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, in in Patrick's wise wise words of wisdom. (laughs) That's the best way to put it. Which I like. I said I like having that conversation. That was good. Enjoy yeah, it. Absolutely. Well, I mean, the more the we can try to give insight, um, just wanted to let y'all know, uh, which is cool. Um, there'll be some some posts on the PWX page besides our event coming up in September. But um, I'm going to do a post here shortly, letting everybody know where they can see the stars this weekend. Gotcha. Um, just got done. Just got done talking with. Um, Shane Door down at uh, PCW Palmetto Championship Wrestling down in Columbia. Okay. Man, when, they got dude, when, when is their show? When is their next yeah. show? This weekend? Yeah. Friday. Oh, it's Friday? Yeah, it's Ooh, Friday yeah. night. Uh, oh, it's, where is that, Columbia? What, yeah. Two and a half what, hour What drive? time you work till? Two and a half. Oh, I'm good. off. No, I work till three. Uh... There you go. All right. Well, maybe I can swap and I'll get out early and we'll drive down. Possibly. Yeah, that might be you a show. I, won't, I might want to go down me. there. You can meet me in Pineville. This is a private conversation on a public radio show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just <laughs> sorry. I'm just that's saying, my fault. Anyways, so, well, I'm I'm trying to build, and this is what I've had a conversation with four different promoters in the state of North and South Carolina uh-huh. today. Uh, which is our expanding the compare and save program, which is go attend a smaller show, then come see ours. You know, it's one of those where I just want to promote wrestling wrestling. for everybody. You know what I mean? The wrestling scene in South Carolina. Yeah. 
Because the more you know, people I mean, promote, the more people are going to want to come. You know, I mean, Patrick, Patrick means that, you know, eventually we'll grow even more as far as our area of, of, of concern uh, in North and South Carolina and yeah. Georgia. But um, this is the thing where, I mean, I think the Ducks are going to be Saturday in, 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 at Golden Corner Wrestling in, I think it's Seneca, South Carolina. you got James Drake, Billy Brash, everybody Friday night, Ethan Case, uh-huh. all at PCW. Coming, um, West Virginia. I mean, everybody's all over the place this weekend, and I, yeah, I'm trying to make sure that everybody knows that hey, these guys are out there for you to go see, to check them out, and fall in love with them and they'll bloom, as well as falling in love with them and being people. And you yeah. know, and I gl- that's that's really yeah. cool that you said that because I have, I have a few guys mm-hmm. that I know that sit here and complain about oh, this is trash and. This is trash, but yet they continue to watch the same trash and will not branch out and go watch something. Yeah. But instead, they want to sit on their butt and watch the three-letter company. And watch the yeah, watch the three-letter company, and it's just like you know, if you insanity is expecting change and never doing anything different. Yeah. Like you, you can't. You have I hear to do you some, pulling that out. Huh? That quote out. Yeah, Albert Einstein, baby. Yeah. It's not word for word, but. Around the same yes, that's close. The definition <laughs> close. of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Yep. Yes, and that's it's on the wall in my gym. <laughs> and that's the thing, yeah. man. It, it, it's true, dude. You can't sit there and watch something and hate on it continuously and hate every wrestler and every championship and every game angle and every gimmick. You can't do that and expect to like something. Go out and experience something different. No pun intended, but. PWX, go see it. That's why I love filming it, and that's why I like coming to the shows. Because it's something different. It's good. It's great. The product is there. The wrestlers are in tune with the fans. I mean, I've never gone to a show and never felt um, pushed away. I've always felt welcomed. Yeah. And that's what I like about it. It's one giant family, brother. That is it. That's true. That's it. <laughs> It and turned the, into one the beautiful, family. The beautiful piece of it is anybody can join that family. And you know, like correct. Uh, as soon as I walked everyone, into the everyone welcome. As soon as I walked through the door, Mikey, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? Oh, yeah. I'm like, what's up, dude? Gives me a big old hug. And he met Mama Dutch, and he was like, Oh, your mom. All right, cool. And he said they <laughs> talked to her for like ten minutes. I mean, like just got to know her, and that's the thing. That's how all of them are. They just yeah. like to sit down and talk. That's why they're such it good chemistry. It is a family reunion. It is. Once a month. <laughs> it really is. For now, once a month. Yeah, for now, once a month. <laughs> hey, who knows? It could be more. All right, but you got anything else to plug? Because we're going to jump off here. No, no. Just get to work as soon as you get off the phone. Cool. Uh, yeah, I got you. I, I was working on it earlier. Wasn't I Dutch? Dutch oh, he was. Yes. I'm impressed. It looks kind of cool. Yes, you're welcome. So I, uh, by the way... Here's here's how meticulous I am. Yep, okay, I go. shaved 200 kilobytes off the website today and got it down to 1.6 seconds for load time. <laughs> yeah. So for all you PWX fans that uh, go to our website and, and time how long it takes for the website to pull up, <laughs> it is 0.2 seconds. Jesus, thanks, Brian. Uh, we faster really... now because of Brian Kinnabrowski. <laughs> no, it's we... called being it's called being obs- obsessed with perfection. Yes. And having that drive. That's what I was talking about earlier. We had the same exact yep. conversation yeah. on the yes. way back from New York. Yep. <laughs> is that you is. have two people that are perfectionists that are so passionate about what they're doing and have the work ethic of yeah. like 
the bigger uh, bigger worth at work ethic, larger. What's the word I'm looking for? Is a <laughs> sorry, I ran into the microphone. I'm going to tell you a funny story. All right. Okay. Um, so I was text messaging a national promotion yesterday. Um, Patrick, you should be able to figure out who this is. Already okay. Know. And he, he he posted the question of, "Hey, do y'all funnel people through your social media, or do you funnel people through your website?" And I said, "Well, they're joint, both is equal for your return on investment, your ROI." And he said, "Well, man," I, he said, "and it's just like me and Patrick." He said, "I can concentrate on the production value, but I have no idea when it comes to the website, and no idea when it comes to social media to be able to use it properly." And I said, oh, trust me, I can tell. Your site loads in 56 seconds. You have an issue. I was like, just call me when you get time. I'll hand you some freebies. But it's one of those words. I want this this guy and this gentleman and this company to succeed because it's growth for all of us. And that's what I think the, the Compare and Save program originally started, you know, of, hey, I want you to see the perfection that we're working on. If you have an issue with something at a show, please address it with me personally. Um, I think anybody has the ability to message me, and, I, and I, some do, you know. But it's one of these things where it's Patrick and I believe so passionately in the product of what PWX has become that we don't care who we help as long as it benefits the business because it's going to eventually benefit us. Yeah. yeah. I like well the, said. I was going to say, well said. I mean, if, hey, if you had one last show and you know it's your last show and you can go out the bang and change something, then why not? So it's just one of those things where it's I just wanna I just wanna have fun. Enjoy what I'm doing. Yeah. Eventually do PWX full time. I think Patrick is the same. Please. You know? So we'll get there. It's just a matter of having patience, you know. You know, you gotta pray for patience. You gotta put every day for patience. You gotta put in the work to seek the reward. Correct, absolutely. If, so if you could get, we're reward, gonna have if you our, get reward off of putting in just a little bit of work, then everybody would be seeking reward. <laughs> correct. Well, I want to thank you all for giving me two minutes to just contribute a little bit. So, I was listening to the show for whatever I could get a chance to listen to. Gotcha. I got I got laid in, but of Patrick putting himself over tremendously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I never do it. Time. I had to do it every once in a while. <laughs> what is this, 10 shows in? Uh-huh. Uh, this is, is it so, 10? 10 or, 10 or 11. Yeah, it's right there at 10 or 11. The first time? Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, once <laughs> once every 10 shows. I'll put myself over. Once every 10 shows. Okay. <laughs> so, thank all right. you all very much. Enjoy your evening. Patrick, give me a holler later. Will do. And uh, I'm going to sign off and tell everybody they can follow at PWX Wrestling or just go to the website. Just search PWX. Yeah. It'll come up number one. PWXPro.com. It'll right. load in .2 seconds. <laughs> one, it's 1. 1.4 to 1.3 seconds. Yeah. I can't get it any smaller than that. Trust me, I'm trying. I know. <laughs> I believe every every word of that. All right, Brian. Thanks for calling, right. bud. Thanks, guys. All right, Dutch. Do you want to do a thirty-second recap? Let's do it. Well, I mean, it's not really I mean, going to be no much. Recap. So yeah. we talked about PWX. PWX. Uh, some advice. I guess Patrick's word of advice. If you uh, want to take it. PWX. PWX. <laughs> so I was we, we ran over because Brian always runs over. But hey, we. I thought it was a good talk. That it's was different. This it was is different. More anybody? In touch. Yeah. Anybody that wanted something different, this is different. This is exactly what we 
didn't want the show to be, but I'm glad it was this. Because yeah. this was almost like what we did in the car that one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this actually was uh, very different than what we're used to. It wasn't really like a part yeah, of it. Was like, it was like an actual stuff. podcast. Yeah. So, it was fun. Very So, different. I appreciate it. I appreciate the questions. And, Christian, I appreciate you calling in. You're welcome. I look oh. forward. Not you. I know. And I look <laughs> forward to meeting you in January. And, dude, go kill it in China. And find some cool stuff to do. Shaolin Monk. Whoa. I know. That, that's his gimmick when he gets back. I'm kind of scared. He might like. He's going to look like butt. Tom Cruise in The Last Samurai. <laughs> is, that, is that Japanese? The Samurai's Japanese, isn't sorry. it? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I got my Japanese. No, it could be Chinese. I don't, I don't remember. Know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Let's wait to kill the show in the last five seconds. Oh, well. So, uh, Sai, you got anything to add? John Cena? Sai. John Cena. I think he's falling asleep. Oh, so I was asleep. So, <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> All right. So. Okay. He don't remember. He's awake now, but he doesn't remember. So, <laughs> it is what it is. So, for Dutch, I'm Patrick. For Patrick, I'm Dutch. Thank you for listening to the Wrestling Open Forum live show. Peace.